You're tuning into Conversations with the Family. Now I was going to read something because you had said something like, why would God ever, why would he still use me when, um, you know, I still had this thing. So he gave me something um, today, well, three different things, but one was specific to kind of what you said. And the first part probably doesn't necessarily go with it, but the second part does. And that's, and it says something he was sharing with me was go deeper in what I already gave you. Mm. And so a lot of things that he speaks to me, I release, but it's only surface level. Mm-hmm. And, and so he keeps speaking to me and I keep releasing it. But he's got me in this place where he's saying, like, I need for you to go back. And I'm even going back to things that he's preached over or things that he's given me. Um, but he's saying, like, go deeper in what I gave you. And then, mm. so he, he was talking about fasting, right? Because mm-hmm. disciples were figuring out why they couldn't uh, cast this uh, evil spirit or, or, you know, out of the out of, out of the person. He was talking about something that's come out through prayer and fasting, right? Right. And so, but what he was sharing with me with that is that fasting doesn't, doesn't move me. And so and why he was saying that was, is that my perspective view is already fixed. Mm-hmm. I see you is already fixed. So fasting is not for me to get, it's not for, for God. It's yeah. not for me to get closer to God because, or it's not going to change. Like some people say, you know, fast and we pray think, we think so if I can, we, I can manipulate or move God that's a certain way, right? right? We could twist God's arm if we show him that we for 40 days, I fasted for 50 days, I fasted for this. And people kind of get pompous about that, right? As mm-hmm. if it's, it's doing something for God. But his perspective of you is fixed. Yeah, it never changes. It's already loved. It's loving. He sees you as righteous because his blood took care of all that for you. Right. Yeah, and so good. it's already fixed. And, and, I, and I was doing that really heavy. And I was like, man, that's amazing. But the fasting part was something for me. Mm-hmm. It was to help me. It was a spiritual discipline to help me deal with some things that, look, I got to get this body under control or I need to stop that cake. You know, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know whatever it is. But it had nothing to do with yeah. his perception of me. And so, like you said, the whole performance basis, we, you know, why we do certain things is to either make ourselves seem more self-righteous or maybe to appease God more or to have him move on behalf of something. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything like that. His, and he kept giving to me he says that my perspective of you is fixed. And that's love, righteousness, all because of who I am. Yeah, beloved. Yep. That's, yeah, it. that's good. It's yeah. fixed. I, I, we used to, yeah. for years... At, 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 well, well, as a pastor for years, uh, I would do what every church in America would do, or seemingly every church in January, we would always call a 21-day fast. Mm. And uh, we haven't done that uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, but I heard uh, somebody say, I forgot who it was, but I heard one preacher say, the, the only, I'm sure it was somebody at Carolina Revival, the only reason that they fast, well, when you deprive yourself from food, it creates a physical hunger in you. Mm-hmm. And so I forgot who it was. It might have been Damon that said the, the, the only reason that he would fast is, you know, if I feel like I've lost my hunger for mm-hmm. him, then I'll, I will go on a, uh, you know, I will abstain yeah. from food until I can get myself back into the place where I'm hungry, hungering after him again. Wow. Yeah. And I said, but that's not the reason we, we that, that wasn't the reason anybody would ever fast. We would fast, you know, like you said, to let everybody know how good a Christian we are. We have, we're a disciplined people. We fast. You know, it's always the Daniel fast. You know, the 21 day Daniel fast that it it was so funny. I I remember doing a, uh, going on a 21 day Daniel fast and uh, pastors in the area, you know, they were all doing it. And, and, you know, what we would do, we'd meet at the uh, uh, Golden Corral buffet (laughs) and we made sure we only ate. 
the vegetables right. and the nuts. And the, <laughs> I'm sure Daniel had blue cheese dressing. Yeah. To pile that up right. on there. But but yeah, and the and the other reason to fast is because we thought, well, if we deprive ourselves from food long enough, mm-hmm. and God sees that, He'll change whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can twist His arm mm-hmm. to get Him to answer our prayer. Mm-hmm. Like, no, the only reason that a believer should really fast is if you start losing that sensitivity yes, sir. that we talked about a little while ago. Mm-hmm. You start losing some of that sensitivity you had with the Father, with the Holy Spirit, then obviously you've allowed some things to kind of mm-hmm. pile up on you and you've got too much going on. I need to, I need to abstain from some yes, things yeah. in order to find my sensitivity mm-hmm. again, in order to, in order to uh, have that heightened awareness yes, of who He is. Because life has a way of piling stuff up on you, is that sometimes you got to push that stuff that's away, right. and that's what fasting does. It, it mm. just, I'm, I'm abstaining from this, from, mm. and it, it might be food, yeah. right, you know. Right. But that's the only reason you should do it in order to create that hunger yeah. for Him. Oh, so yeah. if you ever find yourself, I just, I'm just not hungry for Him anymore. <laughs> Here's an idea: put the fork down, then. Oh, yeah. Stop eating for a while. Find out how hungry you're gonna get hungry real quick, mm-hmm. and those hunger pains that you're feeling in the natural <laughs> be like. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to be. It'll change. I also like what uh, Bill Johnson says. He says, in the natural, to be hungry, you have to starve yourself. Mm-hmm. In the spiritual, you have to taste and see mm-hmm. to hunger more. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it's not just the fasting. Maybe it's taking the time to taste and see mm-hmm. him. Sure. And then that hunger starts to come even more. Yeah. It's just interesting that, you know, that God is, we're always, no matter how great it is with him, I always have a sense there's got to be something more. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's mm-hmm. just more. Yeah. And it's like, you just can't ever get enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can never, even after what I experienced a week in the Carolinas and then coming here and, on Sunday and having just an amazing, amazing time in church and it was like I wanted to get up Monday morning and turn some worship music on and just sit in that and just like man more you know and I'm anticipating this coming Sunday it's like that's one of the things that the woman at the well it always kind of confused me because it was like Jesus told her if you taste of this you'll never thirst again right yeah or maybe it's not that you'll be thirsty but you'll just be thirstier for him because mm-hmm. that's almost like a it's like a paradox for me it's like because sure. you you like you just said there's always more you always want more after you taste and see that he's good but how can you never thirst again if you've tasted well you just don't thirst you won't thirst after you know, natural things or inferior waters. You'll, you'll, your hunger and thirst. He said, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they'll be filled. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I think we just, it's interesting that we, we live this, in this life where filled, overflow, mm-hmm. filled, overflow. And just, it's never, just, there's always more. I think there's just, well, God is infinite. Mm-hmm. And and we're not. And so how can we think that, you know, because we're one good church service, or let's say you're in 10 in a row, think that you've experienced all there is to God. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it all. Really? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just, I have a hard time believing that 
as 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 he is an infinite. Uh, 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 my words are escaping me, but you know, it's, <laughs> and to think that because you went to church for 20 years, you've experienced all there is to experience in him. Right. No way. It's like, what is it? The uh, angels constantly are circling around the throne crying, yeah. holy, holy, holy. And they're always, there's always a new level of God that they're being made aware of every time they circle. Sure. I've been married to Tina for 26 years and I'm still learning things about her. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, uh, you know, I've been with me for 48 years and I'm still learning things about me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, right. so I can imagine there's, there's probably a lot of things uh, that we're just never going to learn about him. And so yeah, it's just, yeah. this is the, this is what makes it exciting. Mm. You know, there's just, there's, there's always another level. It just seems to me, and it may sound cliche, but there just seems to be another level. And I just want, I want him to go as deep as he needs to go. Mm. Yeah. And I want to go as deep as I need to go in him. Yeah. And whatever that looks like, man. Next time on Conversations like, with the Family. Something feels completely different about 2020. There's just, like you said, there's just a lot of hope. Thanks for tuning into Conversations with the Family. Catch more episodes on YouTube and podcast.